Hi, I'm Carrie Boynton. And I'm Mike Sibley. Welcome to More on Manufacturing. On today's episode, we welcome Jane Pfeiffer, who's the president and CEO of the Volusia Manufacturers Association. We're excited to hear a little bit about the state of manufacturing in not only Volusia County, but beyond, and also to hear resources available to the manufacturers and you know what the VMA is doing to work with manufacturers and to help them be more productive. So welcome, Jane. Hi, welcome. I'm happy to be here. Great. Well, so Jane, let's let's just jump right into it. So you're obviously in tune with manufacturers. You talk to manufacturers every single day. Can you give us a sense of you know your feeling of the state of manufacturing, especially as we're jumping out of 2020, which has been fun for everybody, obviously. But as we jump into 2021, what are you hearing from manufacturers? What what do you hear as the state of manufacturing? Uh, you know, Mike, I thought I'd start just with a little snapshot of what manufacturing looks like in Flagler and Volusia counties, because probably not everybody knows. Um, we are a very diverse manufacturing area. There's about 450 main manufacturers that are in our area. Some things that are made here, boats, IV fluids, candies, mattresses, other medical products, and then almost as, ma as many different products as the 450 manufacturers that we have. 71% of our manufacturers have less than 50 employees, and 48% of those have less than 15 employees. Now this tracks nationally. This is what manufacturing looks in the state. This is what manufacturing looks like in the nation. Now, what are they saying about 2021? Interesting comments. Uh, you know that, you know, it's just very interesting times. So mm -hmm. things that I have heard, there's a lot of worries about the tax structure, increased oversight, and changes that will slow down growth. They're concerned that the tariffs um, that were reduced, that made them be more profitable than they are, they're, they're concerned that those tariffs may be reinstated. Those who do a significant business with the military are concerned of the, the changes that could occur there with, uh, with what will happen in 2021. But there's a lot of overall concern about COVID, if it continues and how it's going to impact their businesses, both both positive and negative. Because, for example, if you're in the medical industry or you're in the sanitizer industry, masks, et cetera, it's going to have a positive impact because mm -hmm. your sales will continue. Mm -hmm. But say, for example, if they service carnival games, hospitality industries, cruise lines, companies like a Bob Space Racers and a Key Lime, uh, Key Lime shops are going to be impacted ne negatively. And they have been and they will continue to be. Mm -hmm. There is hope that the vaccines will decrease the number of COVID cases and thus improve the overall economy of the of the world because it's all impacting. You know, it's, we're all being impacted on this. It's not just us. Um, some of the comments were with the vaccines on the way that's going to allow companies to get in and make sales and make build relationships and that will improve their bottom line. Sure. Um, but then there's a concern that we may have a, another surge of COVID cases. And when that happens, then that is going to impact the day-to-day -day staffing issues, which is a problem. It's hard to get products out the door if, you know, uh, some of your staff are not there, some of your key people are not there in order to be able to perform their duties. So I'd say that's kind of the overall what they're saying about 2021. Um, 
and then we can we can go to the next question and you'll get more meat on that. Right. Okay. <laughs> so what do you what would you say are the biggest hurdles manufacturers are facing? I know you just spoke a lot, you know, about COVID, but are there any other hurdles that you're seeing? Uh, yes. So, you know, number one, always, it doesn't matter what the economy is doing, what pandemic, what hurricane, whatever is going on there, is that we have a definite um, challenge in finding qualified employees. Mm -hmm. um, but what is really critical now, and everybody is experiencing now, is the supply chain disruption. And that's due, and that's absolutely due to COVID. Um, for example, just to put some things in perspective, you are, if you need pumps, you know, to squirt out the hand sanitizer or hand creams or anything like that. It's taken up to 40 weeks in order to get those products in um, wow. as compared to four to six weeks. There's uh, here's another example and you could fill in the blanks, but I think this is a really good example of what people are experiencing and fill in the blanks depending on what your industry is. So here's mm -hmm. the here's the story on this. Um, in the rag industry, it relies on the hospitality and medical surplus, um, both and both are really suffering both from the slowdown in tourism and the slowdown in the elective procedures that are happening in the hospitals. So that means there's less linen in the market driving up the price due to low supply. And then solvent prices are a roller coaster, causing some headaches as the drums go up steeply. And then the import cost and some of the raw chemicals has very much slowed down in its availability. And that's and that's been across. I could tell you that story and plug in just different things for all the different mm -hmm. industries that are like that. Um, other issues that are a problem, and these are usual ones, training staff, managing time, managing workload ups and downs, because everybody's seeing that, and that's that's a big problem. And then keeping up with the cost of doing business. Um, and then when you take a look at finding the qualified employers, then there's two other issues that fall under that. There's a lot of wage pressure out there. Um, mm. They need to be competitive and it's not just with the manufacturers you know we've got some industries in here that are paying high entrance level uh wages that are mm -hmm. impacting and making our manufacturers really take a look at what they're doing um so that's happening and then there's the increases in health insurance and it's depending on companies have to decide what percentage they want to pay if they want to pay a higher allotment because all of this will impact whether they can um attract and retain mm -hmm. their employees. So mm -hmm. those are, those are those are the big hurdles out there. Absolutely. And what resources have you found that are available to manufacturers to help them get through these hurdles? Um, you know, a couple of things. Let's we can talk first about training because that's all the employees and training. That's always the most serious issue. Um, so 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 we definitely have training. We definitely have money for training. Yeah, the, the challenge we have is finding the people to take advantage of this of this situation. So here's a couple of programs that are going on at Daytona State. They have a program that's called Upskill Training, Upskill Now Training. And that is to help retrain people that have been impacted. Say for example, the people in hospitality retail. And we're really hoping that we can attract those because that would give us a larger pool uh, of employees that, that we'd be able to um, pull from, if you will. And so for example, there's courses on lean concepts, AutoCAD foundations, office support, CNC milling, HVAC installers, certified production techs. Um, you know, so if we could attract those people and let them know that there's great consistent jobs in manufacturing, then hopefully we'll be able to plug in the holes 
that we have right now. Um, in addition, you know, Daytona State can always absolutely customize any kind of training program. Mm -hmm. So that's a help, especially in the companies that are growing. And we've got a lot of companies that are growing. And then we've got some that are contracting. And again, you know, it just depends on what your particular industry is. Uh, Emery Riddle? Uh, hmm? Yeah, I just want to interrupt for a second. So are our are, are manufacturers taking advantage of these programs that are, that are, are out there? Are they sending people through? Are they? How has that been going? Yes, well, they are. Um, so the interesting thing is getting the information to the people when they're ready to hear it, okay. which we all know that, right? Because it can be right. sitting there and they don't know. Like, say, for example, one of our manufacturers is like, well, can't you offer this class at night? Because I can't send my people during the day. And of course, well, they had been, but they missed that sentence, right? Mm -hmm. But that's okay. Right. You know, That's the purpose of our jobs is to be able to repeat the information and say, yes, that this is here. And this is how you can go through and you can... Um, utilize the, the service that's available and the training that's available. Um, Embry-Riddle is also beginning to offer programs. They're gonna start up a program called the Lean Sigma Yellow Belt in January. And I think they're seeing, uh, they would like to have more of a role in the community and providing the training that the manufacturers need in order to be able to grow and develop. Um, you know, uh, un under as far as the supply chain, well, you know, supply, demand, COVID, we've got our, our big companies, they have international procurement specialists out there, you know, going around the world trying to find the products and stuff that they need in order mm -hmm. to be able to produce their, their products. Mm -hmm. And I believe um, there's training grants out there as well for, for employers who have, who have, are going through the employment process, I think through some of the local workforce boards or some training right. grants also to, to, to help defer some of those costs from uh, hiring and training and getting an employee ready to go as well, I, I, I believe, correct? That's absolutely correct. Career Source Florida, you can go through that. And I, you know, I'm not sure if any of the, and you might know better, if any of the PPP, PPE dollars or whatever has anything to do with that. But um, definitely Career Source is there and ready ready to help people. And you know, when we've, I mean, we're talk about things that we're doing, we're out in the community. We're out mm -hmm. there, there's a special program we're working on now to go into 32114. We're always trying to look for the, that was zip code 32114. And we're looking for different groups that we haven't reached yet to say, look, this is here, please mm -hmm. take advantage of it. So there's a, a lot of effort that's going in and to try to solve that skilled labor shortage. That's fantastic news. And as it relates to the PPP, uh, in, in recent, the, recently the Congress has passed a bill uh, to modify some of the PPP programs. We're actually going to have a separate video series that we're going to do on the PPP. So stay tuned for that as well. But Jane, so you and I, we sit on the Volusia Manufacturers Board together. I've been working with you mm -hmm. for a lot of years. We know the VMA is involved in everything manufacturing in Volusia County and even beyond, really. Uh, you know, I'll go so far as to say we're, we're probably uh, the preeminent uh, manufacturing association. May slap ourselves on the back a little bit there. Um, but, you know, we do a lot of programs. The VMA has been integral to helping manufacturers grow, prosper, deal with some of these uh, labor uh, issues and other issues. Can you talk a little bit about what the VMA is going to be doing, what the VMA does, and some of the things we have planned for this year to help manufacturers. Okay, I would love to. Thank you. Yes, and you know, we're we're chartered to service Volusia and Flagler counties, but we do go uh, wherever, wherever somebody needs us, we're there, right? 
Um, well, and I like to say that the value of your membership, your VMA membership, is that you do it, whatever you do, whatever our manufacturers do, and VMA is the conduit. And that's what we do. For 40 years, we have based our model, our business model on making connections with manufacturers to each other and manufacturers to the community. And I have to say, I think that we've been in training, Mike, for 40 years in order to be able to do what we were able to do, I think, really mm -hmm. well this year. Because mm -hmm. we've got a little thing in place that we call our quick tech survey, and that's direct access from a manufacturer or a member that has a question that will reach out right away to the membership and people answer and, and people mm -hmm. love to use it. And, and that was our role this year. We didn't see our role as having to repeat everything that people were sending out about the government or whatever. We mm -hmm. were we were got you know we're, we were meaty with what people needed for example if somebody needed to reopen they didn't have to they didn't have time to sit there and read through all the documentation on everything they did they wanted to hear from a fellow member that did it and said okay do this do this do this um mm -hmm. so we had a lot of that going on somebody needed a thermometer and said i got a thermometer i can give it to you somebody needed to get a a steel well done and they they say who can do this and then another member says i can do it you know that was a win-win because the person who needed it done got it done and the person who could do it got a job out of it you know and that's mm -hmm. that's really what vma is about that's that's the core of what we do we do it every day there's you know i have a my kids graduating can you connect me to this you know this person i can't hire and who needs somebody like that i mean that's that's really for me personally that's very heartwarming because you're you're helping people instantaneously um vma has a job board and more people are utilizing that this year so you can go at any time vma online um, dot com and go to the job board and if you're a member put your jobs in there because people are looking at that uh, we work very closely with the schools and the reason for that is to build awareness that we have manufacturing because there's you know like there's there's three parts in essence to the solving the the uh, skilled worker issue number one we have a long-term thing so we've got to start training people that to think manufacturing mm -hmm. and then we need to hire people right away and then we need to get people trained so they can be out there in the long term but mm -hmm. we've done some things really cool fun things we did a thing one year we did a manufacturing champions bus tour and we loaded up buses and we took our teachers and our guidance counselors out to visit actual manufacturing plants and talk to people about their careers and then we, uh, one year we did a manufacturing means measuring. Um, a lot of our kids don't know how to measure. Well, you need to convince people why they should do it. What's the practical application? Mm -hmm. And so we placed a lot of the manufacturers in the school, in the classrooms, and they measured their products with rulers. It was, it was a lot of fun. We mm -hmm. enjoyed that. And then our next one that we have on task, and we really wanted to do it last year, but we were kind of shut down or this year, um, women in manufacturing. And the purpose of this is to organically grow uh, people's awareness of manufacturing. So we now have 24 women that have been recognized in manufacturing. Their posters will go into the schools. And on their posters, it talks about the kinds of jobs that they have had, what the jobs that they're doing, but it's also about their company. And the teachers are developing curriculum for the students so they can study the companies. 
They can study the different kinds of jobs. They can watch the video of the, the, the woman that happens to be in their classroom. And then these people will go out and they will meet with the students. And I'm thinking because it's got so many pieces to it that it will be a stronger relationship that is built. And you'll be doing that with a teacher, with all the kids in the classroom. The kids in the classroom will tell their parents. So I think it will be even more ground, um, mm -hmm. ground. What is that? Door to door. What is? Oh, you know. uh, yep, I know what you're saying. You know that word. They do Press it in campaign. Grassroots. Okay, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, in 2021, it's going to be even more important to engage women in manufacturing, especially given that 2020 has been such a difficult year for women in any career, in any industry, you know, just with all of the additional duties that uh, typically fall on women in a household. So I think that's wonderful. Uh, but that just proves that women can do anything. And we're resilient. We rise to the occasion. <laughs> well, and Jane, and I, I, think, I, I think the point that, you know, to some degree, it's so critical that what you're saying is that making these con connections with the young, with younger kids, with even parents to show what the benefits of going into manufacturing and that it can be a great career is critically important. And then, of course, connecting teachers with what's actually happening in manufacturing yeah. so they're teaching the right stuff is a really critical function that you guys are taking on as the VMA. Yeah, that's that's our our wish, our expectation. And mm -hmm. then so that's long term when we talked about going into the schools and because we go in from kindergarten, you know, up to college. Right. Um, but here's a program that we're developing that will start in January, and that is our Florida Fame program. And we will be the first chapter in the state of Florida and we're called the Sunshine Chapter. And this is an employer led collaboration on the implementation and continuous improvement of a multi-skilled maintenance technician development program, training program. Mm -hmm. um, we are, it's advanced manufacturing, it's a two-year program, and it serves in two ways. It accomplishes two things. Number one, it's gonna give basics, it's gonna give skills to be a mm -hmm. maintenance technician, but probably more importantly, it's gonna teach what we call the soft skills on how to actually work. Um, students will come into the program and they will work three days and they'll go to the classroom for two days and the employers will hire these people and they will mentor them and they will work with them through the two year period and we will be formulating the employer board in January and the first cohort of students will start out in August of this year and so you know this this is this is a solution what we hear from everybody well they don't have the skills they can't work they can't do mm -hmm. this and because it is employer led locally it's going to have the kind of training that we need here not what somebody else might need in another city it's going to be what do we need right here and we're making sure that those people have it so that at the end of the two years then i mean the idea of course is they're going to hire their person that they paid for to get training for the two years, but that they will have the training and the skills that they need. Um, and I, I think that's a lot of what we do. Um, and how would a manufacturer get involved with that program if they haven't heard of it before? Well, we would very much like them. Uh, they can connect with me and then we will get them enrolled in, uh, we'll get them with Artie Leffler is, is the lead. He's the chairman of VMA right now, and he's also the lead person on FAME. But if you can have him contact me, you can reach me at 386-212-4003, or you can email me of your interest at jayne.fifer at vmaonline.com. And please, yeah, 
it's open right now. And if you need the skilled employees, you want to be part of this board to get exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. So last and most importantly, tell us a little bit about the the one, the VMA, the the Lou Pfeiffer Golf Tournament, and when are we playing? And when are we playing golf again, Jane? Okay. Um. So the founder of VMA was Lou Pfeiffer, mm -hmm. and Lou Pfeiffer didn't like to golf. He never wanted to have a golf tournament. And so uh, after he passed away, we decided to have a golf tournament and name it after him. But kind of interesting on okay. that. The purpose of the golf tournament, of course, just everything that we've talked about at this point is to connect manufacturers to each other in the community. It's a it's a great fun event. But ultimately, the dollars that are raised on this golf tournament goes directly back into our into our school systems. And we have purchased CNC machines and we bought tools and we set up robotics competitions. And I mean, we pay for things that we talked about. The manufacturing means measuring and and all of those administrative costs and expenses that it takes to to put on a program such as that and so we're very proud of that and I think people are proud to do that but the most important thing is they just love it it is a fun event it's like mm -hmm. a circus on every hole a lot of fun things games are played you know other things mm -hmm. decent things a lot of decent things go on in our golf tournament <laughs> I'm going to clarify on that. And right. we usually hold it. We usually hold it the first Friday in May. That's always mm -hmm. the best the best day, the best weather. We've all, we always have excellent weather. Never, never have we been stopped by the weather. Now, we had to postpone because of a pandemic right. this year, but we had it. We overcame the pandemic. We overcame the November hurricane. I was trying to remember what the name of that was. I don't know if it was Iota or Loda or something, you know. Yeah. Yep. But we were ready to shut, our, shut it down up until 3 o'clock on the day before it happened because of the rain. But you know what? We have a great connection and we were able to have our golf tournament as usual. Yeah, we even overcame Friday the 13th because it was on November 13th. We sold it out. We absolutely sold it out. We had a grand time and I would recommend that everybody reserve early. You know, you can just let me know you want to play still and we'll sign you up. Great. So May 7th, did I say that? It's May 7th, 2021. Okay, all right. I'm, May 7th. I, I'm putting it on my calendar right now. We can't okay, wait to, to play. It's uh, it, it is one of the, one of the more fun. Everybody comes away from that just having so much fun. It's such a great and it serves such a great purpose for supporting manufacturing and the future of manufacturing. So we we've been glad to be part of that over the years, and uh, I think it's going to be something very important to support in the future. So well, Jane, thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate okay. your time. Uh, this this was extremely important formative. There's a lot of resources out there to help manufacturers uh, continue to uh, get through some of the difficulties and some of the challenges that they have. And of course, it's just a matter of reaching out. So I would encourage all of you to reach out to Jane anytime that uh, you have something that sounds like you could fit. Even if you're not even sure what it is, Jane can often connect you to somebody that knows an answer or can start leading you down the right direction, mm -hmm. uh, no matter what that question might be. So again, Jane, thank you very much for joining us and thank all of our listeners for listening in today. To learn more about James Moore and Company's manufacturing services, go to jmco.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our More on Manufacturing series to receive updates when new videos and podcasts are released. If you'd like to be a guest, or if there's a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode, 
contact us on our website. You can also follow us on social media for more news as the landscape on manufacturing continues to rapidly evolve.